I'm Andrea Mohawk Mama, and I'll be your pastor and your guide for this episode of Mohawk Mama Soul. Grand rising, beautiful human. Your feminine expression in the world is needed, is desired. And so I want you to realize that we have two weeks to go in our morning five communion because more than a challenge, it is about inviting connection. And this is home. They say the difference between wellness and illness is connection. Connection to others, animals, nature, and oneself, and God, the Most High. So what's more is the health of these connections depends on how we encounter the daily stressors which constantly tug at us, all of us, personally and collectively. And healthy habits, hospitable habits, and key connections have become misshapen, where no matter your case, we all have to be proactive in how we recharge, how we rest, how we receive, how we replenish. And so when we stop ignoring the bare necessities of our cognitive and physical health, of our spiritual well-being, emotionally, we will simply feel better. And in this part of our morning five, I want you to remember some obvious places to start. Number one, you're asleep. This is brain cleansing. Leave dust to settle too long and soon you'll have a stain. Similarly, normal byproducts of our metabolism rely on a healthy amount of sleep. Sis, a healthy amount of sleep Elevate the sleep. And of course, look at what may be interfering with it to get to the root of it. But that healthy amount of sleep to be excreted from the body, this is especially true for the brain. And without adequate sleep, toxic cellular debris will slowly compromise our physical immunity and it will eat away at healthy brain connectivity. Pause and connect with that truth. We are in a culture where there are some who brag about the virtue of getting little sleep. To grind out making a living, but not making a life worth living. We get to choose to be counterculture in this. And the research is definitive. Those with healthy sleep habits have less incidence of the flu, the common cold, and there's a reduced risk for common diseases, including 
diabetes and cardiovascular disease, which is really high in women and particularly black women. So when we get good sleep, we will reap a host of health benefits. And you will sense the mood boost in it. Besides, it's free. It's free. And you and I have everything to gain. And so, in the evening time, begin to have your ritual around your sleep in a sensual way where your senses are helping you gear down for this brain cleansing. And let's not forget about in the middle of the day where you can reap the benefits of a nap, where you can reap the benefits of daydreaming if you're not able to nap. Because the benefits of daydreaming and just simply allowing your body to rest, even in a state, being still, sitting in nature or in your home or wherever you are, at work or at school, and taking that time, it will give you the same benefits of having napped. And so... elevate that I mentioned time in nature that is going to be therapeutic hands down whether you are an outdoor person or not there is an invitation for you to get outdoors Mm. (sighs) just thinking about it They call it forest bathing in the Japanese culture. Where when you take the time to spend outside, allows you to connect your emotions with the release. For you to receive healing responses, for you to see a mirror in the leaves, the breeze, the colors. It has extensive physiological benefits and beyond. And nature's improvements against our stress levels can actually be quantified. As little as 30 minutes in nature can reduce your cortisol levels, your pulse rate, your blood pressure, while helping to regulate a balance, a rhythm between our sympathetic and our parasympathetic nervous system. And so, it is unfortunate that more people each year are spending more of each day indoors. But this ecotherapy calls to us and we can optimize it get outside and tune in tune in to the gift of creation and then we want to look at finding purpose and this 
sometimes is so complicated. Or I should say, is made to be complicated when it isn't. What about the purpose of laughter, gratitude, forgiveness, patience, empathy, finding purpose in the things that we actually have afforded to us each and every day. It's in human nature to rely on one another for a sense of place and purpose. Look at your belonging right now, your relationships. They may not be perfect because there's no such thing, but it is by experiencing life on the side of others, alongside them, that we find real connection. Some of the lifestyles we have adopted don't always emphasize this, especially if you are a scribbler and you many times are by yourself writing alone. You can become very disconnected and enveloped in your own work, play life, or digital happenings. So find purpose in those things that connect you to yourself, to your creator, to the relationships you have. And so, your friendships, your family, you are connected. And where you're disconnected because of the interference of things like screens that have come in and taken up more space than they ought to. When that does happen, we can make a U-turn. We can make a U-turn. Oh, and let's not forget the relationships we have if you have pets. They improve our sense of social support and purpose too. The last thing I want to mention is coffee, especially for us women who are perimenopausal or menopausal. But in general, I want you to consider, I want you to consider your relationship with coffee in terms of connecting with ourselves and each other and nature, there's a good reason to think twice about your choice of caffeine. Because the caffeine levels of coffee increase a certain hormonal stress response. And it elicits cortisol and it increases insulin. Did you know that? And that is leading to inflammation, making you feel mm, agitated and not so connected and calm. Also, your habituation, if you are a coffee drinker, to high levels of caffeine will decrease insulin sensitivity and it will make it difficult for your cells to respond appropriately to blood sugar. And high blood sugar levels lead to arterial deterioration and increased risk of mortality 
that's related to cardiovascular disease. This should get our attention. And then lastly, about coffee, and I'm going to continue on with our closing benediction. The acidity of coffee is associated with digestive discomfort. So have you noticed indigestion or heartburn or GERD and other imbalances in the gut floral? It might be linked to your coffee intake. So for our benediction, I just want to remind you that our morning five is about connection, wholeness, shalom making, And we can't ignore our basic needs and expect to achieve or maintain optimal health. Our well-being personally and collectively has an inherent reliance on community, time in nature, time realizing we are already in the presence of the Most High and adequate restorative sleep. The more we lean into rejuvenating each day and minimize our digital life and get outside with one another, the more our longevity will thank us. All right. Ashe and Amen.